Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NBA. I do think it was funny. You see a lot of teams, uh, as you would say, uh, managing their, their these last couple games of trying to avoid us and stuff like that. It's funny to see that, but for us, it's um, it's going to be a challenge of whatever team you play. Because between Jokic, the uh, you know the Clippers, uh, Paul, uh, you know you have obviously uh, Chris Paul. Um, but man, we're up for it. Man, we're the defending champs. They got to worry about us, and we're getting healthy at the right time. And no one wants to see a healthy Laker team. That's Jared Dudley right there saying he understands why teams are trying to avoid the Lakers in the playoffs, and he named three teams and didn't name the Jazz. Well, they're not in their bracket. I think that's where he's going. So relax there, buddy boy. Well, they could be the first round us. opponent if they lose I, Wednesday. They won't be. He's not thinking of that mind. But he's wrong where he says nobody wants to see us healthy. I believe the Bus family wants to see them healthy. <laughs> nice. Commissioner wants to see him healthy. Lakers are ratings gold. He wants it. Ratings gold. I think the NBA's ratings have been tanking. <clears throat> yes. You listen to the guy who's on before us, Clay Travis, and he just runs that up the flagpole every day. Yep. But I have to be consistent. I don't care about ratings. I care about what I want to watch. <laughs> I've been saying that, good or bad. I was I was kind of hoping rather than Jared Dudley, he played some town from uh, some sound from Kwame Brown. You hear that? No. I didn't hear you. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, that gives us something for uh, later this hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. He did a podcast because, uh, who was it? Steven Jackson and uh, Matt Barnes and somebody else uh, criticized him. And they do a podcast. And he just went to town. I mean, it was the the most frequent combinations of the F word and the N word together. And so I'm playing essentially just a long bleep oh, for like an hour and ten minutes. Okay, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> I mean, the amount of race he interject, interjected and the stuff he was trying to say. Referred uh, to Barnes as Becky with the good hair while speaking to Jackson, tell him to lay off the marijuana while also calling him a fake black activist. Oh, and we're just hard, warm. We're just warming up on core. that. Yes, yeah. He went after Jackson on the George Floyd thing. All of a sudden, was uh, Martin Luther King there? Uh, but yeah, he just went to town. Oh my goodness! Wow, that, and he must have said the N word well over a hundred times. And that's how we referred to them. Constant, everyone. That's how we talked. And and although his message, if you can get through with that, it was interesting. And how he was uh, supposed to be traded to the Bulls because Jordan didn't want him. Uh, because Jordan was at the end of his career at mm-hmm. that point, And they were going to get him for Elton Brand because Elton Brand was a decent player at those times. But Abe Poland stepped in. And so then Jordan had a problem with Brown and blah, 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 blah. Just, wow. Bomani Jones, ESPN, uh, I, don't, I don't even know what. Started as a writer, but he's a TV personality. Yeah. Uh, Kwame Brown growing into the uncle you want no problems with is a fascinating development. Yeah. It was it was something, man. I listened to about 45 minutes of it with headphones on. <laughs> Make sure nobody else heard it. <laughs> yeah, it was in- interesting to hear him express himself the way he did. It was Actually, it was incredible. And, and talking about how 
these guys over there, and there's one other guy too. It was uh, three guys. I can't think of the third one, but Jackson and Barnes, and how black guys tearing down black guys, and, and just really, really interesting stuff. I thought, but anyway, go ahead. I think Gilbert Arenas. Was Arenas, 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 Arenas yeah. was the other one. Absolutely, yep. was Arenas. I knew I was missing somebody. Arenas was definitely the other guy, and uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> NBA playing tournament starts today. Hornets, Pacers at 4.30. Wizards and Celtics at 7 o'clock. Both those games are on TNT. This kind of seems like the New Mexico Bowl. A little bit. These, these teams, well, two of the four are going to get knocked out, and the other two are going to face the one and two seeds and get worked. So I mean, where Charles are we going? without Hayward. Yeah. So he's... I don't think he's their best player, but he's a good player. There's no question. We all hate him and all that stuff, well over what he did, but he's still a good player. But he's not supposed to be back, so Charlotte doesn't have much of a chance. Gordon doesn't have much of a great track record as a, an executive. Celtics ought to win that 7-8 game with the Wizards, or you like the way the Wizards are coming late in the season? I can't say that. How could Jaylen's you say that? out. Yeah. yeah, I can't say that. Take the Wizards then for 7? I don't know. Winner gets the Nets. Would you rather have the Sixers or the Nets? If I'm who? If I'm the if you're the Celtics and Wizards, you can't tank this though, and then have the risk of one game not making the playoffs. Okay, so I'm speaking from the bottom of the, the yeah. seating, not the top. Exactly. So my choices, if I'm if you win, the Celtics and Wizards play. The winner will be seven and get the Nets. Okay. The loser then has to play one game to be eight and get the Sixers. Right. So. I think you um, want to avoid the Nets, but you don't want to play with fire and miss the thing altogether. Oh, no, not at all. No, no. You play who you play. I mean... you probably get worked either way. Yeah, I suppose I would think that I would rate the Nets tougher than the Sixers. Sacramento Kings will retain head coach Luke Walton for a third season. Walton has two years on his current contract remaining. He is Sacramento's 10th head coach. Since Rick Adelman guided the Kings to a playoff berth in 2006 in his final season with the franchise. So that's 10 coaches in 15 years. Changing coaches every year and a half, that is unbelievably destructive. I'm glad for him, but he's going to get fired. Yeah. Doesn't matter what year. And he's going to get the money. And he's going to go back to Manhattan Beach and see what's out there. Whether that happens now or next year, what have you, it's going to happen. Longtime NBA play-by-play broadcaster Marv Albert will retire after this year's Eastern Conference Finals on TNT. Albert's legendary career spans nearly 60 years. It began in 1963. He was doing Nick's radio. Oh, yeah, I remember as a kid. Willis Reed limped out of the locker room. Yeah. He did Nick's TV for about 20 years. He did. He was oh, a yeah. voice of the NBA on NBC and now TNT. So, Yeah, he was the announcer for my childhood. Yep. Absolutely, he was when I lived back there. The basketball soundtrack There's, of your life. Yeah, I never really got caught up into announcers. I mean, I listened to the game for the game, uh, but I remember him as, as a youngster. And then he had that scandal, you know. Yes, and, there was a sex scandal on the road, and a woman said he was uh, he was biting her in women's underwear. And he was women's underwear. Did he answer the? I can't remember if he answered the door and the hotel staff saw him, or was that just her going public? Well, if that? somebody knocks on the door, you have to answer it. That'd be just so rude if you was, didn't. Yeah, whatever. Got pretty weird. <laughs> that was the end of his. That was the end of his NBC, NBC career, and after a few years, TNT brought him on board. Uh, what's your favorite? Pi- uh, never mind. 
<laughs> New Orleans Pelicans guard Lonzo Ball says he would love to be back with the teams. He gets ready to be a restricted free agent this summer. Well, then he has, I guess they have that choice. Yep. And he, to a degree, has that choice. If he doesn't do what Hayward did and he just immediately resigns, I guess he could do that. But I thought he had a better, probably his best season, which makes it to a degree sense. You know, the, you're young when you come in the league as a as a kid for play one year of college ball. Right. And that's like 30 games, maybe, maybe 40 tops. Uh, so you ought to get better. I mean, it's like what Joe Ingles said. You know, you have this opportunity to get better and better and better. All right, and we see how Joe did it. He's on our show saying that, how he improved so much. Well, you expect the same thing with the rest of these guys. The secret's out, man. I mean, Lonzo Ball is still only 23 years of age. He doesn't turn 24 until the end of October. Had his best year shooting the ball. There's no he's question. got that going for There's him. There's no question yeah. he got better. I, I, and I thought he was not that... I didn't think he would be this good, this quick. But to his credit... Outside of spending time in the tattoo uh, office, he's all tatted up. See, I know you don't notice tats. No, I was trying to decide whether to give you the word parlor or not. Tattoo yeah, parlor. Office. I, parlor is the word. That's what I, I knew it was an office. I was yeah. trying to. Parlor is the word. Parlor. Oh, because you spend time in a tattoo parlor, so you know it. I don't. A massive back tat we know yeah. about. Yeah. So. You know, I learned it from watching Kirilenko, okay? That, that word came to you much quicker. I was, it was obvious I was missing something. That's why, yeah, I mean, basically, in this little sentence and paragraph, you complete me. Took a weird turn there at the end, but what are you going to do? <laughs> well, you did. I is couldn't lo- think of the word is Lonzo Ball Is Lonzo Ball good enough to be a starting point guard, but just good enough to get you beat? Well, I think that's unfair. Because? Because you're just isolating completely on him. He's, right. he's an all-star stud? No. Is he a good player? No. You don't think he's a good player? He's an okay player. My good, point being... That's the point. Is like, but you got to have dudes you, around him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But the Pelicans, in their march forward, do they have to up, upgrade from, from okay to good? I don't think that's their number one priority. No. I think they've got other issues that I would address. I think he was fine this season. And if his, if his uh, shooting ticks up a little more, you know, he's, he's up to 38% from three. You know, do they think they can get him to 40? And 38% is okay. 40 is good. And can he get there? He's 23 years old. That's the point. Go with where Joe was. At 23, yep. what country was he in? So does he still have upside? Yes. Or has he hit a ceiling? Oh, if he's still got upside, then they should bring, I think then, so. Then they should bring him back. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I'll tell you what I would really love to do just in general. And I've talked to Sheila about this. I I don't think we're going to be able to do it, but I would love to literally just have a pet line, just a legit (laughs) pet line on a chain, a big ass chain. And he just, he really is my pet. We just walk around the building. We go out to practice. We're at seven on seven. We're behind the kicker when he's kicking on command. You could train him. Like if one of your groups isn't doing well, you could just take him over to their section and just have him take a dump right there in the middle of where their section is at. And then bring him on back. Yes. I mean, think about it. Be outstanding. What the hell was that? That is Detroit Lions coach Dan Campbell on Pardon My Takes, and he wants a pet lion on a chain. 
take a shiz right there on the field? Apparently that he this thinks would be motivating. After his introductory press conference of the whole, let's bite off their kneecap. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that stuff plays if you win. Don't lose the lion like that dude lost the tiger in Houston. They haven't found that thing yet. Good point. Well, where's the lion going to sleep tonight? Sing it. <laughs> the lion sleeps tonight. In the Ford Center. Awima, Awima, Awima. New England Patriots set to re-sign veteran quarterback Brian Hoyer on a one-year deal. Hoyer will join a crowded position group. They got Cam Newton. They got Jarrett Stidham, who's now a third-year vet. And they've got first-round pick Mac Jones. So they just... Setting up a little competition and buying time until Mac Jones is ready to go. Or Cam Newton's going to be healthy, the team around him is going to be better, and Newton's going to recapture some former glory, and Mac can wait his turn. I can't believe Hoyer and Stidham are the answers going forward. Well, there's never been an MJ who's failed, so I'm going with Mac Jones. Name me one MJ who's failed. I got Michael Jackson. I got Magic Johnson. I got Michael Jordan. I got Mac Jones. You can't do it. Anybody listening right now, text in. I guess we don't have text, which is why I never learned that number. It used to be a year ago when I wasn't in the studio. We had the thing planted, uh, taped on the little dashboard here. Now that I've come back after a year, it's gone. So good thing I never memorized that puppy. But tweet in, I guess, as the kids say. I was thinking about that. You know that song? Me. I would never do that anymore. Be text me, tweet me. So now he's looking up MJ's. So yeah, I'm going to do it. You're just tired. going on and on. And like, what the heck? <laughs> List of NBA players, I through J, Wikipedia. You, you can tell <laughs> when he gets quiet, he's looking it up. Sure, and you can not? hear him. He doesn't know that they can hear it on the, on the radio. Mervin Jackson failed. He made the NBA. <laughs> Mervin Jackson, Merv Jackson, you are wrong. Hola. Myron Jackson. You make the I, no, no losers in pro sports, buddy boy. So back up. I think in the NFL for sound every day, Yak. What we should have now that she's in the NFL, we should have Lisa Wilson, whatever she posted the day before. That's a good point. She's, I went on Instagram and it's, it's uh, private she's, now. She's, have, she's having a rough rough month. Can you? I don't get any access to it. I looked at it yesterday. I want to know what she's doing. Probably for the best. No, you didn't follow her. Probably. I don't follow late. anybody. I just look at them. Well, you should have followed her because, she, yeah, she locked it up. But you're okay? Yeah. I thought she hated you. She kind of does. She still has to be blocked on other social media feeds. But, but you're okay there? You're a bad guy. I, but I, that should be the thing, what she did. And how she calls people uh, the... Not for the last time or the first time. It's bad a, word. It's a real inside joke right there. Come on. I want. That's what I need. Then I don't need Dan Campbell talking about a lion taking a dump. All right, I'll see what I can do with this. Lion dumps tonight. Chicago Bears had about seventy players attend day one of phase two of the club's voluntary offseason program. Enjoyed near perfect attendance on offense, according to reports. There was uncertainty surrounding the level of player participation in the second phase of the program. Bears were one of many teams to release statements through the Players Union that stated their objection to any voluntary off-season in-person workouts. But they all want to keep their jobs, and there's very little guaranteed money in the NFL, so they're all there. So this was day one of phase two? Yep. How about day two of phase one? What was it? Don't know. Mm-hmm. Let me look it up. You just that was just gibberish right there. 
Firefighters in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, were called to rescue a cat, not out of a tree, but from the undercarriage of a car, owned by the New York Giants cornerback, Isaac Yidham. Firefighters jacked up his Maserati and partially disassembled the car to reach the kitten, which was stuck above the rear differential. The cat did not appear to be injured. Firefighters got to be multi-talented right there. You got to be able to take a Maserati apart and, I might add, put it back together again, please. You're kidding me. Nice. That just goes to show you, man. Broncos hired Kelly Klein as executive director of football operations and a special advisor to the general manager. Kelly Klein, 30, is believed to be the highest-ranking female scouting executive ever with an NFL team. Sweet. Yeah, so there you go. Should be the primary liaison for the team's football operations. Who's the secondary liaison? And oversee various areas of the pro and college scouting departments, including player evaluation and preparation for the NFL draft and free agency. There you go. Maybe that'll help the Broncos with their <clears throat> quarterback issues. Quarterback issues? I got Aaron Rodgers. Now, in a minute. And Teddy Bridgewater. Stand by. They have Teddy Bridgewater, yes. Had a few issues drafting quarterbacks. And he wants two-minute drills. He wants to practice them every day. And red zone. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Two outs, bases loaded. One ball, two strikes. Pitch. Hit, hit Pilar, and it hit him in the head. Pilar is down. Helmet came off, and actually it hit Pilar right in the face. His face is busted up. He is bleeding on the field profusely. You could see the blood rushing out of what seems to be the bridge of his nose. Boy, that is a scary, scary scene on a fastball. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Shohei Otani. What can't he do? Shohei. Showtime all the time. That's a 94-mile-an-hour fastball. Oh, and two on Gaza. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strikeout number 10 for you, Darvish. He was dealing tonight. Ground ball up the middle into center field for a base hit. Bet scores pools. How do you do? His first RBI as a Dodger. Welcome aboard. Albert Pools right there, debuting for the Dodgers, drives in a run, single in a run, and a 3 1 win over the Diamondbacks. Starting at first base, batting cleanup. He's 41 PK. The Angels let him go. Think he's got a uh, future here with the Dodgers? Or He's hitting 333. <laughs> nice. He's averaging a ribby a game. Okay. I'm going to take that as a no. Well, I don't think he's going to be a star. He's a 41-year-old dude. But uh, he helped him last night. Drove in a run. Anything you can do to stay in the bigs, he's made it clear. Whatever well, you need. You know, I think he wants to go out better than being summarily Waved dismissed, in the cut. season, yeah. yeah. Be better to retire on a, on a at the team that's under 500. Now he's got a chance to win it all. He's with the Dodgers. They kind of sound like Charlie Steiner on that. The Dodgers, I like that. I do what I can. Didn't he, Yuck? Just, that's pretty good. Mets three, Braves one, but you heard Kevin Pillar getting hit in the face, blood on the field, gushing from his nose. Not the first time we've seen a guy hit in the face this year. Uh, Bryce Harper did. But, yes, but right? nothing, uh, not, nothing not as bad as this. Oh, not, not even close. I don't know why, but it wasn't as close. Uh, you, you wonder if big leaguers are starting. You see some of with the softball with the women, they wear like a face mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if that will, wonder if that will catch on. A lot of guys have worn that extended plastic shield that goes down to their chin, but 
helps a little bit, but yeah, but not it didn't yeah. help Pilar's no, face at all. So the Dodgers win, the Giants and the Padres win. Everybody win in the National League West. Padres seven zip over the Rockies. Giants hit three homers and beat the Reds six three. You also heard Shohei Otani in there. Thirteen home runs now. There's three guys with twelve. Shohei Otani. Aaron Judge, who ends up with more homers. I mean, Judge is just... Well, Judge gets hurt a lot. He does, and that will wreck it if he bails out of the season for six weeks for whatever. I think I'm going to go with, I want you, Shohei Otani, every day. I want you, Shohei Otani, night and day. I'm in a great mood this morning. Atlanta Braves breakout star pitcher Oscar Yanoa suffered a broken right hand when he punched the dugout bench. Come on, didn't we cover this in the movies? What movies? Bull Durham. Neat. You think he's watched Bull Durham? Was that 30 years old now? Gotta kill time on a flight or a bus ride at some point, don't you? How do you even know he speaks English? I assume it's got subtitles. Shouldn't somebody have just told him? That's the whole point. Crash Davis told me. That's, that is in your ear, isn't it? It really is. <laughs> and I thought that was hilarious when he called him meat. I don't know why. Salt Lake B's three-game win streak snapped in a 7-3 loss to the Tacoma Rainiers. Two teams will wrap up their six-game series tonight at Smith's Ballpark at 6.30. B's are going to wear Salt Lake Gulls throwback unis. I have no idea what those are going to look like. Orange and teal. Oh, really? I, yeah, for some reason, I was going to take a shot at teal. I don't they've know worn them a couple of times over the past few years. Yeah, I missed it. Get tickets at SLBs.com or listen to the action with Steve Klauke here on The Zone Sports Network. What is trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Dan Devine, staff writer for The Ringer, covering the NBA. Coming up at 8 o'clock, we'll talk playoffs with him. PGA Championship this week. Brian Taylor, Real Golf Radio, will join us at 9 o'clock. Bob Casper will be here for the draft tomorrow. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. To Rudy. Oh, he packed it with a right hand. Produce three all-stars. Check. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Win 51 games. Check. Earn the best record in the NBA in the top spot in the West. You are fabulous. Check and check. The regular season is over. And now the number one seeded Utah Jazz begin their quest for an NBA title. Let's go! When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every second of every game on your exclusive home. Welcome home of the Utah Jazz. 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Hot Takes or Toes brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Jerry Seiner Cadillac, you can shop your way and get a piece of luxury you deserve. Stop by and test drive one today. Okay. I will. Excellent. I've never felt better. Never. Nah. Nah. Even when you had your toes in the sand and you were in Maui or somewhere in the Caribbean, down in the Florida Keys, you've taken some awesome vacations. Yeah, but that's not real life. I'm talking real life. Day-to-day life that you have to live. Last night was a beautiful night. Beautiful day. Grateful for the moisture. And then after that, the sun came out. 
What are you smiling at? You're genius. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy too. I'm grateful for the moisture. And then took the lady. We went to Rumby. Haven't been to Rumby in a while. Oh, we go all the time. Oh, yeah. Trying to get a cooked meal out of her is another story, but we won't go there. Uh, so we went uh, to Rumby. The kid was at some band practice down at Alta. Came back. Six o'clock, started to write my stuff that uh, I post here on 1280 The Zone and over at KSL. My buddy Josh Furlong, we put it up, talking about how the jazz can buck the trend. You don't need to go through all this pain and suffering. And how Steve Kerr and Tim Roy, the play-by-play, the David Locke of the Warriors, is talking about how they reminded him of the Warriors. What are you smiling about now? You're genius, as always. It and, entertains me. And then we, Locke! And, and then... <laughs> what are you smiling about? It's the way you said it. It was funny. Made me smile. I learned it from watching you, all uh, right. Then uh, Mike Smith, we had on a while back saying he talked to Steve Kerr, and he sees similarities in the team. So I wrote about that. That'll be posted here this morning. And live music is back. One of my go-to guys, probably the guy I've seen the most in concert over the years, Jimmy Buffett, returned to the stage last night in Delray Beach, Florida. And I've got the satellite radio on my phone, so I Bluetoothed it on my speakers that the Millers gave us for our 10 years in the company. Remember we got to pick something? Mm -hmm. That's what I picked, a little stereo. So I had that blasting. Live music, it's back, man. I'm back in the studio. Things are looking up. Sun's out today. Gun's out. That's how you roll. <laughs> so why wouldn't I be? It's a great time to be alive. Jazz number one seed. Playoffs starting. Going to take the number one seed into the playoffs. Conley played a couple of ball games. Looked good. Mitchell, expect him to come back? Yeah. And there's the question of the day. What should we expect from Donovan Mitchell when he returns? 30-10-5. Brian says it depends on the ankle. If it's completely healed, to pick up right where he left off. If not, his shooting and scoring could be down, but hopefully not to Ben Simmons' levels. That's a shot. Ben Simmons winning red shirt rookie of the year. <laughs> ben Simmons, Gordon Hayward, two Eastern Conference players who generate a lot of emotion around these parts. He dropped 42 on Gobert. Daniel says if Donovan plays at a high level, it may not be for several games. We need to be patient and not expect a lot from him until he gets his game legs back. Why? LeBron came back strong. Although he's tweaked it again. But he says he's going to be ready to go Wednesday. Then he came back strong again. It's go time. It's go time. So we got that and that and that. Come on, man. LeBron LeBron is... I think Bronny is like the uh, age of uh, Mitchell, right? No. Mitchell could be uh, the Crusader's son. Colin says my expectations fall somewhere... Between him scoring most of the team's points on one hand to vaguely remembering which basket is his on the other. I think he'll have that down. 
especially because they play at home, and don't they always have the same basket at the start and then the flip in the second half? Pretty much. So he's been doing it now for four years. Joshua says, limited minutes for Donovan, pass and get the guys involved, just feel the game. And then explode in game two. If he scores on the other team's basket, I'll never say another word. That'll be a downer. Pretty confident he won't do that. downer. (laughs) I'm excited for him to return. Grayson is probably just about as serious and as down as anybody on here. All-star work is what we hope for. Hope we can win with what we get out of him. By round two, Mitchell's back to the real deal. Well, that's awesome then. Because certainly they'll need him if the seedings play out and they play the Clippers. They'll need him to be up to snuff by the second round. I think we all agree on that. Yes. Question is, if he's not up to snuff, will they get out of the first round? Hope so. I can't guarantee it. Right. Who are they playing? How and if he's not a hundred percent, what what is he? You know, is he is it a case where he doesn't play the first two games in the series and then is okay. less than good in the in the fe- well, first less than himself in the first few games? If he's not he in the play? starting lineup game one, I'm worried. Yeah, good. You won't be alone because not just that. Not that I don't think they can beat the Warriors without him. I'm not saying that. But that means it's more serious than we thought, than they said, and then he's going to need even more time to get up to snuff. So then we push it back a week or two, and this is not the time to be pushing anything back. <laughs> this is go time, obviously. So that concerns me a great deal. I would much rather, I'd be much more comfortable with him even on limited minutes, as long as he can play. If he can't play, then no. If there's an don't put him out there if he can't do it. If he can't do it, step him off to the side because I, I think, think you have other guys who can, yeah, can think, do it. I think people just flinched when you said limited minutes. But they, they had Conley on a limited minute thing these last two games, right? And they were easy wins. Right. So it was easy to limit his minutes because you weren't going to lose against right. that competition. Play him, so, get him warmed up, right. play him 16 while he's warm, and he's going to cool down at halftime and then just sit him but completely he, But he looked okay. Half. He looked he did like look, Mike. He, looked, he did look like Conley in those 16 minutes, right. and it was the thunder, so they're going to win anyway. Right. But I wasn't. But as far as Mike was concerned, I, wasn't, I wanted him to just look like himself. Mm-hmm. You know, take those shots, left-handed, right-handed floater, do what he does. And he looked like it. We, the Jazz didn't need his production to win the, either game. That's not the point. I just, like, my eyesight told me he looked like Mike Conley. So I would rather have Mitchell, if he only plays 15 minutes, have him look like Donovan Mitchell in whatever minutes. If he can't, then give him zero minutes. If he can and you want to give him limited minutes, that's not ideal, but that's better than, well, he can't go at all. And I certainly want him at 100% in the second round because I believe Mitchell, and when it's said and done, and we got a long way to go on this one, that he's going to go down as one of the most clutch players of his era. I really Jazz fans, it. tell me more, PK. <laughs> I believe in what would you say is clutchability, is clutchness. Clutchness is what I would go with. Yeah. And we've already seen a taste of it. There have been a lot of big hoops in the last two minutes of close games. Even missing. You're going to miss. Kobe, not, not Kobe Young, air balls. I'm Kobe Prime, miss. MJ Prime, miss. That's just the way it is, man. You're going to miss. You're still going to shoot 50%. Yeah, Tiger doesn't win. didn't win every one of them, and... 
And you know, whoever, Tony Gwynn didn't get a hit every time up. You're a guy. So you're going to have failure if you define not winning as failure. I don't necessarily define it as failure. Uh, but I just believe in his ability in the biggest moments. I believe in his ability in the biggest moments pretty much as much as any jazz player in the 27 years I've lived here. Who else is in that group? I mean, Stockton, D. Will. I mean, we're talking playoff minutes here, so Hornacek didn't have to take a lot of big shots at the end of games. People didn't leave him, and they weren't running stuff for him. No, you'd be an idiot to leave Hornacek. Right. I mean, he's one of the best pure shooters. If he played on the Warriors today, we'd be erecting statues for him. Yeah. That's... If he got the way the game is played today and free-flowing and you don't call a play every time. Yeah. O'Kerr hit a few big shots in the playoffs, but it's different. He was still, he wasn't the focus. He was more complimentary guy. So to be the focus and hit big shots, it pretty much comes down to Stockton and D. Will pretty quick. That I'm willing to put Mitchell yeah. right there. I don't remember Boozer hitting the big shots. I remember Boozer hitting. I think a couple of them came off offensive rebounds. You know, they weren't running stuff for him. It's a little different. Beating a defense that's set for you. Boozer is the original screamer and one. Oh yeah, I don't remember for him, but boy, <laughs> nonstop. And now you see guys get teased for that. They could have, they could have bankrupted him if they'd done that back in the day. And he was good for an and one every game. Sometimes every quarter. Living in Miami when he played for Miami, when he lived down there. Did he play here for we, Miami? Here we go. Should have done it in Spanish. <laughs> A lot of Spanish people speaking speaking Spanish speaking people. E uno. That'd be pretty good. Have somebody come up with that. That'd be somebody on the jazz who speaks Spanish, didn't it? Uh, he just lived in Miami, didn't play there. No, I know. Cleveland, Utah, Chicago, and the Lakers. Seattle, San Francisco, too. Not possible anymore, but that's another story. (laughs) Taylor says we should expect Donovan to take a little while to find his groove, but to take it slow and let the game come to him as he leads us to at least the Western Conference Finals. That's the only part I heard in all that. (laughs) The Western Conference Finals. (laughs) Anything that preceded it didn't matter. Get to the West at finals. least because that opens the door wide for the NBA yeah. finals. That'd be so awesome. Scream at the TV. That's a that's a decent Twitter handle right there. What do I expect out of Donovan? Total domination. Can you really expect that immediately? Uh, probably not immediately, unless he's unless he's completely healthy and they just held him out because why not? I mean, it, it they didn't need him obviously to get the number one seed. They didn't. So you know maybe there was some strategy there. I'd have to think that there was to one degree or another. It wouldn't be out of character for them if that's what it was. I wonder how much of the rust they can get off five on five in practice. You know, Locke comes on and tells us you know these guys are best. Too much time off is detrimental. And so they're best when they're going every other day. So they clearly need a little time off. They're not practicing today. Right. But you could have practices yesterday. You could have practices Wednesday and Friday to get you ready for a Sunday game. Plenty of time. Right. I'm not worried about that. So he could have a couple of 
good practices there, and maybe some of the rust gets scraped off I don't, there. See, I don't think there's going to be a big amount of rust. But what about that? You like Conley, you bring him back on the minutes, and that, I mean, rust is a lot of things. It's, I mean, yes, it can be, hey, I don't have the rhythm, I'm not hitting my 25-footers, but it can also be the minutes limitation. You just can't go that hard. Your body's got to eat well, back into story. it a little bit. Well, that's another story. We're talking about if he's full strength, I don't think there's going to be rust. So with these, uh, assuming they have a couple of, of harder practices on Wednesday and Friday, does that simulate games? It's good enough so for that me. He's ready yes. to go at a higher level, yes. whatever that is. A on good, certainly a good enough level. Uh, Bolajak told us the other day he saw him with the shoes doing the stuff. You get in the arena like at five o'clock and you yeah. go over there and you see individual guys working out on on the rims. We've seen it a million times. The fans aren't allowed in yet, but we're in. You can see it. Craig said he saw that. That was that was a huge sign for me. Because he hadn't seen it, and he since said he saw it, which to me is a big time positive. DJ PK, it's ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone, the Pac-12 makes a decision they were unwilling to make. Question of the day, part two: Why'd they make it? I don't think they had any choice, but we'll get to that next. Stay with us. Bob to Rudy. Oh, he packed it with the right hand. Produce three All-Stars. Check. Oh, Donovan Mitchell. Win 51 games. Check. Earn the best record in the NBA in the top spot in the West. You are fabulous. Check and check. The regular season is over. And now the number one seeded Utah Jazz begin their quest for an NBA title. Let's go! When the Jazz take the court in the NBA playoffs, you'll hear every second of every game on your exclusive home. Welcome home of the Utah Jazz. 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Salt City Youth Sports. Registration now open for Skyhawk Sports Academy Summer Camps. Join Skyhawk Sports Academy summer camps for action-packed, fun-filled summer of youth sports camps at a location near you. You'll be able to choose between soccer, flag football, fueled by USA football, golf, baseball, cheerleading, multi-sports camps, mini-hawk camps, and more. Find program information and register today at www.skyhawks.com. Skyhawks. That's where I did my student teaching. The Deer Valley Skyhawks. Question of the day, part two. Everybody cool with the Pac-12 decision to allow transfers within the conference without having to sit out a season? What are we doing here? Doing the only thing you can do. Uh, That's not true. Lose the PR war. I mean, now it's... You're winning the PR war? Uh, I don't know if you're winning it, but you'd be losing if you didn't. You might be breaking even now. Break All of a sudden they're breaking even because of this decision? In this area. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Arizona's got issues of their own. I can't tell you Arizona's winning because of this decision. But it's clearly the in vogue, politically correct thing to do. Kids get to transfer without sitting so, out a year. So it's woke. Probably a step too far, but for the purposes of radio, sure. In this case, it, they're woke. Pac-12 has always been so woke. Isn't this the way most of the major leagues are going to go, if not all of them? The Power Five leagues? Not the major leagues. I guess too confusing with baseball. I know what you meant. Yeah, but see, in the Pac-12, it's different. Because? Because the other teams in the, the Power Leagues that matter, 
mm-hmm. the teams in the power leagues that matter, what I'm trying to say, is that they're already getting these guys. So, so I, you don't think Alabama can pick anybody off Vanderbilt's roster because Alabama's roster is yeah, just yeah, yeah, so much yeah, better yeah. than Vanderbilt. Yeah. We're not going to rip you off. You literally don't have anybody who can help us. Well, I'm sure they have some, but they don't need them. Whereas USC yeah. has taken a defensive lineman from Utah before, and because they have issues on the line, they might need to do it again. Yeah. In bulk. Right. Right. That's, that's, that's my big concern. Exactly. You nailed it. So what it comes down to is, because everything we've said about this conference, that the middle isn't as far away from the top as it is in other leagues, Ohio State, does Ohio State really need somebody from Maryland? No. They don't need I guess any, any, don't need any school can have one or two draftable players, and, and, right? And they do, but they don't need them. That's they're good players, yes. Whoever's playing at at Michigan, you know, they're going to have NFL guys. Yeah. Uh, and Indiana is going to have NFL guys. They've gotten a little better here, obviously. I tried to stay but, away from Indiana because Indiana almost beat up. I was going to say Indiana. I was, oh wait, forty two thirty five. But Ohio State doesn't need them. But even still... Well, they don't need them in the league, but Ohio State's expected to win a national title, so if they could pick up another... Well, they're expected to compete for guy. it. I mean, I don't think anybody's expecting to win every single year the, the, the entire thing. But you're expect those, that program is expected to compete for it, and by and large, it does. Right. And here in the Pac-12, I'm just concerned that... Two things. Is that that happens... And then also, too, well, wait a second, Alabama's offering me, so why not give it a shot? Because if I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. It's up to Sing you. Sing it. Right? But the point is legitimate. If I can make it there, I'm going to be just all sorts of star because uh, untold amounts of money you're going to receive. And if you don't think so, you're just kidding yourself. Uh, you're going to get it, whether it's legal or not. You're going to get it. And then if it doesn't work there... Well, then I could drop down. So I worry about, I blow up at school XYZ. Well, then I could go to Oregon because I know this next year, they're really set up. It's like this Remy Martin kid for basketball at issue. He plays four years, right? Mm-hmm. And he get he could get this year back. And he's a pretty good player. He's undersized. Uh, but, but he's a pretty good player. So he decides I'm going to go. He puts out this big, heartfelt thing on on social media. I'm a sun devil. I love you, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to come back. I've accomplished all I can accomplish here. I'm going to try for the NBA. That being said is yeah. the phrase that always gets used, and Scotty always tweets well, it Well, he, he didn't do that then. Hmm? It was all that. No, on the, in this particular one, no, I'm going to the NBA. Thank you. I'm a sun devil for life, blah, 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 blah. So he puts that out. And then the next week, he puts his name in the transfer portal. And then this was the end of last week. So two weeks ago, he comes out with this heartfelt, I'm a sun devil through and through, blah, blah, blah. If they ever ever remake a Jerry Maguire, have him. I'm a sun devil, man. (laughs) (laughs) And it's great. Everybody's feeling good about him because their basketball program hadn't been anything. And here was a guy who's decent. And he came and he was there for four years. Good story. Then he goes, puts his name, and it turns out puts his name in the transfer portal, and then yesterday he commits to Kansas. Well, stuff happens. <laughs> well, but the when circumstances is Bobby Hurley thought he was leaving, so then got like five transfer guards. 
But the point is, he didn't put his he puts his name in the transfer portal, and he didn't commit to El, Texas El Paso. So then the point is right, yes, and and so he traded up, and we see that all the time, mm-hmm. right? The the Utes just got a transfer from UNLV, traded up from the Mountain West to the Pac-12. So guys want to do that all the time when they get transferred from uh, Worcester from Utah State. So and Anthony, don't forget and, and Anthony, you're right. So trading up Mountain West to the Pac-12, but inside the league when you're supposed to be collaborating, and then in the background you got all this stuff on where it's competition, and you got this whole mix. And imagine if it's multiple guys at, in football at the same position. That concerns me, right? Because these teams, these programs already having a hard time keeping the top-level players in in their state home. There's two top ten guys drafted this year in the NFL, and neither of them went to Utah. And the Sewell's younger brother is supposed to be all that. And this next year, what's his name, Noah? A linebacker. Pac-12 freshman defensive player of the year. Yeah, so it's just, is he just part two on the other side of the ball? And they're blowing off Utah. They're already going to Oregon. Now if Oregon gets to pick off your uh, promising freshmen and sophomores, it's even worse. Exactly. So, uh, But at the same time, I guess it's a price you have to pay because I stand for allowing these kids to do what they want. So it's it's a double-edged sword for it me. Is. Because I, I think they should be able to the do The PR it. hit you would take in recruiting, if you didn't do this rule... Other schools would be saying, why would you go there? If you want to transfer, they're not going to let you transfer inside the league. We don't have any rules here. I don't, one I, more strike I don't know against how you. much you bring that up, though. Hey, we want you, but if you're not good enough, you can go here. And that's, I don't know how much they would get into that. that I, don't, I don't know that that would be negative recruited. They're two-faced? I think it would be negative recruited. You're right, you'd have to be careful how you presented it and how it came up. But if you have a chance to call the other guys two-faced, as yeah, much I, negative recruiting stories as we've heard of, I can't believe people will pass on that. I think the kid and his family would know about it on its own. It would stand on its own. So the, the conference does have to do it. I understand that. And I don't, I don't have a problem with them doing it. But I just wonder you know, how it's going to play out for these teams that are pretty good programs but can't get over the top or haven't gotten over the top. Dan Devine, staff writer for The Ringer, covering the NBA. We're talking playoffs with him, Donovan Mitchell, the Jazz, the top seed. How far are they going? Dan's coming up next. Stay with us.